Hi there. I'm Peter Alsop. Our song to chew for today is Womb Envy. Yes, it's a provocative title. It's performed by Ron Romanofsky and Paul Phillips, written by Ron, sung by Paul, and originally released on their I Thought You'd Be Taller album in 1984. Most songwriters way back then were not writing songs about issues of gender justice or men's and women's sexuality and LGBTQ rights. Among those of us who were doing that, few of us used humor to get our messages across. So when I first met Ron and Paul and saw them perform, I was delighted. I felt an immediate bond with them because of their smart lyrics, their joy, and the obvious fun they had performing their comic songs on contemporary gay life to audiences all over the U.S., Canada, and Australia. Romanofsky and Phillips were the only blatantly out-of-the-closet singing duo I'd ever seen. Their songs carry such honest, vulnerable, and strong messages and consciousness-raising content that their work helps lift the lives of many in-the-closet men and boys who suffer in isolation under the cultural thumb of shame that was so prevalent back then and, unfortunately, those embers still smolder and burn right now under the fabric of our world society. So when I decided to do my Ebenezer's Makeover album, a collection of songs from the feminist men's and women's movements, I asked them if they would be willing to join the other singer-songwriters on the album, and they graciously agreed. So let's listen to Romanowski and Phillips sing their song to chew for today, Womb Envy. When I was a youngster, playing house was all the rage. And I always played a mommy, and they all thought it was just a stage. But as I grew older, still I wished to be a lady. Not so I could have a man, but so I could have a baby. I know it's kind of strange Womb envy, but please let me explain Womb envy, I know it's kind of crazy I got womb envy, I wanna have a baby Now I like my equipment I wouldn't trade it for the world But I might trade it for nine months If I could only be a girl now I don't want to wear a dress or be somebody's wife I just want to have a chance to feel the miracle of life Ready girls? Well maybe someday science maybe will make it a reality, a reality. If it's been done in test tubes, it's been then why in not inside of me? Why not Every bit as loving and gentle as can be Oh Lord, give me a chance to prove my maternity Womb envy, I know it's kind of strange Womb envy, please give me labor pain Womb envy, I know it's kind of crazy I got womb envy, I want to have a baby I got woman V. Doing okay there, screw? May I sit down, spirit? I just never imagined. 
He was so unmanly against nature's rules. And who gets to define manly and nature's rules? That was actor Terry Evans playing Ebenezer Scrooge, reacting to the song with Gerald Rivers, The Spirit of the Present, from our Ebenezer's Makeover album. It's difficult, if not impossible, to survey how much of the world's population is actually non-heterosexual. Because when social scientists try to study this kind of information using a veiled study to protect the privacy of the participants, it doesn't really guarantee honesty in their data collection. Sexuality is fluid, and plenty of people still feel pressured to hide their sexual orientation. For years, many studies had reported that at least 4-5% to of the world's population was homosexual, but now, when there's more information and less shame, newer studies done by groups like the National Bureau of Economic Research has reported that at least 20% of the population is sexually attracted to their own gender. One of the reasons I love this song is that back in the old days when a woman spoke up about anything that might threaten the patriarchal misogyny of a culture that keeps women down, they were accused of having penis envy. (laughs) Really? Yep. Women have had to fight for so long because in most areas, they have been slotted as second-class citizens. In the 60s, women were making only 59 cents for the same work for which men were paid $1 per hour. That may have improved slightly in some arenas over the last 60 years, but it's still far from equal. They've had to fight man-made laws that don't allow women to make decisions about their own bodies, and on and on, in the areas of economics and privilege, domestic violence, rape, and even parental rights. No matter how much evidence they present to support these claims, if a woman spoke up, it was obviously because she had penis envy. The term actually originated with Sigmund Freud's mansplaining theory that one of the stages in a woman's psychosexual development was her discovery that she did not have a penis. (gasps) Whoa! Freud said that this was part of the path to a more mature female sexuality. In his opinion, penis envy was a transition from her childlike attachment to her mother to a more adult competition with her mother for the attention, recognition, and affection of her father. Freud also described the parallel reaction of a boy's discovery that women do not have penises. That, he called, castration anxiety, the fear of emasculation. So the penis envy label was used, of course, as an attack or put-down aimed at women who spoke up, supposedly to point out that there was something wrong with them or missing. When I first heard the Womb Envy song, I thought it was a rather brilliant satire, a counterpunch to rebalance all the men who had ever pointed the penis envy finger at any woman for being brave enough to speak out about the concept that unfairness based on gender has any validity at all. I also know that Paul and Ron are not the only men in the world who have wondered what giving birth might feel like. And it's also such great fun to watch how consistently most heterosexual men cringe at the idea. Oh well. We could certainly chew on other parts of this song, but that's it for today. Please feel free to explore these ideas with your friends. I'm Peter Alsop. So glad you stopped by. I hope to see you again next week for another song to chew. Bye for now.